All right, welcome back, everybody. It's December 29th, Tuesday evening. Kevin Broughton and Levi Novacek here back at Studio C in Roseau, Minnesota. Peace Grenades podcast. Things are pretty calm around here. Things are pretty calm around here. A little snow falling. Some cars zipping by, but yeah, all I in see all, there's calm. A, oh, I, there, the calm I, after the storm of Christmas. Kind of, yeah. I see there's a bunch of heroes out with their snow plows. Are there? Yeah, I, I've owned a, a couple snowplow trucks, and I just... <laughs> <laughs> a couple heroes out yeah, there so keeping, you, uh, you can't keeping the tell roads me, clean. Every, every person that's got a plow has just got a little bit of superhero in them. Mm. You know, like, you get that feeling of, I'm you doing do something the, for like, the world. Yeah, I used to plow snow. Uh, I don't know if I got that feeling. I, lo- I love doing it for the first, well three hours of the season and then it's like oh damn this it depends on how much snow there is if this a, again if there gets to be a ton of snow it is kind of fun it can be kind of fun but if but, you get like a two inch dusting but you're plowing like your driveway and a couple different other spots i used to work for a company and we plowed for eight hours a day business so yeah we went yeah eight hours and if it was still snowing go take like a little nap and then start again that sucked yeah fuck that yeah amen so yeah, it was fun the very first season, you know, for a week or the first couple times, and you're getting the hang of it. And every once in a while, it's fun if it's really a lot of snow, but not on hour six. I took the ranger out and did some plowing with that. <clears throat> Works pretty good. And I was pretty impressed. You got well. I've never really had it out in the open. That other house we had lived in had a kind of a circle driveway with freaking trees everywhere, and it, you could never really reach the max potential of the rig oh wow yeah really get her revved up get zinging some snow yeah so so I, how does that work they got a pretty decent plow for a ranger now yeah it's got the power everything you know the powers up with the winch and... yeah everything yeah it's, you don't even got to get out hmm. it's similar to a i guess it's just one step down from a pickup plow yeah but it's i don't know ranger's got a heater cab the whole nine yards holy smokes so it must be nice yeah i plow a pretty big area so it's uh I don't know. I'm sure I'll be sick of it by... We're out at the new shelves? Yeah, out at the shelves. That's coming right along, too. We've got the inside sheeted, and they've started uh, sheetrocking the uh, the living area. Shop house. Yep. Um, lights aren't in the shop yet, but I do have the... We've got the Bunky Racing rig in there right now. Nice. Doing the, uh, one of the Bunky Racing... Squad. Squad. It was... <laughs> was uh, He rebuilt all the... All the uh, undercarriage on the race trailer, and he—I don't know if they had a defective hub or something—but he had a little mishap pulling the trailer the other day, and he's, <laughs> he's got her in the shop right now. Grenaded a couple bearings or I something. Don't know what. Or? Yeah, he—I he, need to say he—I think he had a tire come off. Yeah. Um, Be entertaining. Yeah. So, anyways, <laughs> he, he brought it over there, and and anything so we, you can work on it during well, the daytime hours. Anything you can do to help to help out a little bit. It sucks working on stuff out in this cold weather so. yeah no doubt i gotta put a new what seven point connector or whatever on my pickup now and so i got it pulled in the back here melting off and i can't keep those things on for my trailer lights i mean can't keep them on for more than a year ever i don't think something is that the big plug or, on the back yeah just a big plug on the back yeah, them wires get corroded or else you back into a snowbank i back it into off. something and rip it off or yeah drive through a big pothole out at hunting land or something and are you pretty decent at wire, wiring no, I'm really bad at it. I did it last year. I, I need I'm needed to break that thing off there because it was wired wrong from last year. <laughs> so when you hit the brakes and the blinkers Fuck turn no. on? Not even hit the brakes. I 
hooked it up I, last winter, rewired my dad's ice castle, put that on correctly because it works with everybody else's pickup, and then must have flip-flopped one of the wires on mine. So when I went to pull the fish house out of here, the brakes were locked up on it. I just, tires were locked up going down the asphalt. I pulled it no. about, yeah, I pulled it about 50 yards and was like, yep, nope, that ain't happening. So I should have been smart. I should have just broke one plug off. Oh, and then it would have disengaged the brakes? <laughs> yeah, then it would have. But, yeah, I just unplugged the whole thing and took it where I needed to go that day. But, yeah, I got to get it done right this time. How was your uh, trip to the ci- to the city? Oh, uh, man, it was terrible roads leave- heading down. Uh, sucks, son. You know, never really been scared of driving down shitty roads or whatever, but I got a five-month-old in the back, and it's like, oh, damn it. Yeah, you got a good rig. Should we turn around? Should we turn around? Nope, we're good. We drove right into the storm and right through it and got out the other side and made it down there. And same thing on the way back. Started in a storm and last couple hours busted out of it. It was fine. fine It was fine at the end. So thanks for taking care of the chickens. Yeah, that was really tough. The kids actually thought it was pretty cool. Had Levi stop out on Friday or Saturday afternoon and give the chickens some water and a little bit of food. It was funny, Cash. I said, yeah, let you know, we're gonna go feed Bratz's chickens, you know, or whatever. Give him yeah. some water, you know. And he don't like chickens. He don't, but Reese actually likes animals. You yeah. Know? So she was, she was all aboard, you know. And uh, well, then we got out there, and it's kind of cool when you get. It's really, I've never been to your place. It's actually kind of cool. It's like a little farm out there, and <laughs> and then you got the little uh, chicken coop is kind of set up there, and it's actually a really, actually pretty impressive. What the coop? Oh, just the setup. Yeah. Oh, I, I thought like it was it. cool. They got the little hatch going out the back, and then they just. You know, the only thing is, is uh, I had a neighbor one time, he had chickens, and he had a mink get into his chicken coop. Oh, I did last year. I had a fisher. Did it decimate your chickens? Yeah. My, <laughs> so my wife called me in the morning. I, I go out and f- would feed them in the morning. I, we had five ducks also. And uh, she's, she called me or texted me at about noon. I was like, uh, do you feed the chickens today and the ducks? They said, yep. She's like, well, I went in there now, and one of the ducks is just standing up with his head kind of tipped over, and there's a dead chicken. I'm like, oh shit! Yeah, you know, those something little bastards got in mean. there. Something got in there. So literally, the one duck was still standing up with its like neck bleeding. It'd been bit. Weird. Was like kind of standing there dying, <laughs> which isn't cool. But I just my wife wasn't gonna deal with it, so I said, all right, just you know, shut the door, and I'll deal with it when I get home. So. I got home later that night, and it turned out there was five dead birds in there. So, I, like, three chickens, and then one duck, and another duck kind of pulled behind this little crate I had. And I grabbed the dead duck and kind of pulled on it, and something pulled back. Uh-uh. And I was like, oh, No fuck. way, dude. Oh, damn. It's still here. It's still in here. So I ran and got my twenty two and twenty two like, long rifle, not a pistol, and got in there and i kicked the crate out of the way and it's like it's this fisher it's, do you light him up <laughs> it was fucking comical i was sh- i mean he was running and <laughs> he was running in circles in there and i was shooting i think i shot five times inside my little lean to you get him yeah i got him I, I mean i winged him and he got out the door and under a trailer and i put my dog on him and oh the dog yeah, got him dog got Hell him yeah. so 
Well, I had wounded him, but fuck, I was shooting left and right, and I that's shot. A, that's a good old backcountry story. I mean, story. I wasn't really thinking, but just ding dong inside a building. <laughs> uh, that's some backcountry shit, man. Yeah, I was kind of panicking, like, don't jump on me, dude. Get the hell out of here. But, yeah, I didn't know what to do. I tried to get him with a shovel right away, and, yeah, it didn't work. So that trip to the cities and everything was good. Everything you made her back in one yep, piece. Made it back. It was good down there. Actually, southwest suburb Victoria was kind of nice. It's, I was my dad had a spot I could drive about three blocks away to a pretty big open field and run my dog and let him plow through some drifts and walk him around a marsh that was down there. And so yeah, not quite as much of the city feel as a lot of people would think. But yeah, it ain't so bad down there. Yeah, pretty quiet. People. So, yeah, we, uh, I held the fort down here while you were gone. You did? Rosa was quiet, I'd imagine. Uh, yeah, it was pretty quiet. Um, I, I, I guess probably more quiet than normal. What'd you get? Did you get anything good for Christmas uh, yet? I got a thermometer. Um, <laughs> like a, yeah. That Ana, goes on the. Ana one? No. Oh. <laughs> it's from my. That's the most accurate. It's from uh-huh. a, it was from a, it was at our family <laughs> Christmas Eve. Uh, we I got a tractor thermometer that you can I don't know it's like the color of a John Deere tractor and it would go kind of on the the new shelves or whatever. Oh, you know? I got you. Yeah, yeah some kind of a some farm swag. Yeah. So I yeah <laughs> I, other than that yeah, I'm just happy that I uh, you know every Christmas I when I was a kid I had really good Christmases you know uh, my dad always got quite a bit of stuff from my brother and I and and my mom as well you know we we usually had good Christmases as kids yeah. that's one thing I will say you know things weren't perfect when I was growing up but. It seemed like Christmases, and my parents always got along. They were divorced, and, you know, I'm thankful for that. And, you know, I mean, honestly, I, every Christmas I'm like, oh, I made another one, you know. Yeah. I mean, that's I'm not, I shouldn't say that, but I, that's kind of how you feel, you know. You're just happy to be around the people you're around, to be honest. As you get yeah. older, you start to be more appreciative of yeah of people that what you're around. It's about. It's, yeah, it's not really the gifts or whatever, you know, but um, it was a good Christmas. It was a little quieter than normal. It's like 90% gifts and 10% people. Yeah. Oh no, right. flip flop. I mean, yeah, ten percent <laughs> gifts and yeah. I I just like being seeing some family I haven't seen or you know just knowing that you know everybody's around is kind of cool. You know, I mean, absolutely have a decent meal. Yeah, I, I, that's kind of what it's all about. As you start to get older, you, whatever you know. Obviously, you know, being almost forty years old, I've been through a lot of Christmases and uh, <laughs> luckily I've been home for every single Christmas pretty much of my entire life, even while I was in the Marine Corps. Oh yeah, I got to be home for Christmases. My brother, on the other hand, he was. He was gone for a lot of Christmases. I remember, you know, coming out of high school and he was in the Marine Corps, um, you know, so I never really got to experience, a, I, I'd say Christmas is a major holiday. Yeah, so you, know? you were missing him at Christmas too, growing up. Well, bit, yeah, you know? and you know, it's it's kind of crazy you bring that up. Uh, you know, I, when it's weird, you know, your siblings, you know, I was just talking to Reese and her and, you know, my kids are kind of bantering back and forth. They don't argue all the time, but you know. They, they have this bond, but it's not, you know, this brotherhood and sisterhood, you know, bond. Well, you know, one thing I've never really talked about is, uh, you know, when my brother left for the Marine Corps, I was like, uh, you know, I was going to be a junior in high school. And, um, you know, you, you kind of, you almost go through like a separation anxiety because <laughs> it's just me and my brother. Yeah. 
Gonna miss him for a while. Well, it's not that we hung out that much, but he was always that guy that was there. Yeah, he was only, watching out for his little brother. Yeah. So when you're when you're living in kind of like a broken home, I'm not saying that I you know I was living through. Yeah, total, yeah, yeah. You know, we get it. But but, but you always have always looking yeah, out you for you. Always have the one thing you can count on, or the one consistency. Is my brother was we were pretty much always together. Like yeah. so, we were paired up yep. all the time. You know, so like if we were going here, we were both going. If we were going there, we were both going. Like, yeah. You know, all of a sudden he was just gone. And I never thought about that until he was actually gone. I actually kind of had some problems with it. Like, Oh, no shit. Well, I, my grades suffered, and, like, I had no kind of direction. You, you know? were just I sitting was just on kind your of a front l- step at night looking out <laughs> at the western sky, like, Every time I hear that song, by, there's a song. There's a song by uh, I don't know who it is. Every light in the it, house no, is no. on. It's called "Brother" by. Uh, <laughs> I, it's a good song. I almost tear up every time I see it because it's about a, about a little brother that you know these two brothers and the one joins the, the Marine Corps and he goes to Vietnam. Yeah, and then he doesn't make it home. You know, it's a yeah. really. It's a tearjerker for you. Yeah, the video is kind of a tearjerker because it reminds me of me and my brother. Except we both made it home, which is great. Yep. You know, but uh, but yeah. Speaking of which, I I got a cousin. He's back. For, he made it back for Christmas from the Marine Corps. Yeah, yeah. We talked on that last week. Did you get to see him a little bit more? Yeah, I saw him uh, Christmas Day. He was around. He's kind of going. He's kind of here and there because he's pretty excited to be home. You know, I yeah. Mean, visiting everybody. It's, you can. it's tough to catch everybody, and I know how it is when when a person comes home after. Especially when you're that young, you're, you're kind of in a different dimension. You know, <laughs> I mean, honestly, you are because you're so full of piss and vinegar. You know. <laughs> And so got to go see this buddy and this buddy well, and this buddy. Yeah, you know, exactly. You only have so many nights. And you feel a lot of pressure, and uh, so you know if he's listening, you know I I understand what he's what he's going through. You know. Yeah. And then you got the pressure of that mounting date when you leave. You know that what you know January second or whatever third. You you're all you're constantly thinking about that. You know, and you're like I only got so much time here. You know. So, but it, it's yeah, you enjoy it when you can. But you know he doesn't really he doesn't know this yet. But he's going to have such a big world of. Uh, the Marine Corps in front of him that he's actually going to, you know, he'll kind of, things back home start to fade a little bit. Yeah, know? just as you get older, no matter what you do, I think, as you get out a little bit. I mean, some people always, yeah, you want to try to remember home little bits or this and that as much as you can. But, yeah, as you get a little older and friends fade and new friends are made and Kay, life so goes on, right? I, so picture this. I'm sitting here. What are we picturing now? I'm sitting here doing this podcast. Yep. I look over at fucking Bratz, right? Amen. He's looking right pretty here, good. Baby. He's looking pretty good. He's got he just got this new Filson shirt from yeah. He's, Gigi and Papa. He's straight up uh, OG out of Malung there with his shirt, and he's got a lighter sitting on the table here. <laughs> <laughs> and it, you, you just nonchalantly sitting here doing a podcast. It says on the lighter, "Thank you for sm- for po- what does it say? Thank you for pot smoking." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with a joint with a joint in uh parentheses you know i'm playing on thank you for not smoking did you thank get you that for at, smoking. did you get that at the gas station or what? <laughs> i got this actually in denver did you really dude yeah a couple years ago yeah, it's just ago. a generic looking lighter thank I got you a for couple of years smoking. ago in denver at a dispensary <laughs> oh, oh man i was out there and i got another one a colorado one with a joint on it or something but yeah this one says thank you for pot smoking that reminds me think about it really but yeah, that reminds me when funny. i was a little kid i don't know if i talked about this before my dad had a keychain in the junk drawer and it had a <laughs> pot it had leaf a, on no, it or something it had a it had a condom encased in a piece of glass <laughs> and it said in case of emergency break and i was like eight years old going yeah. it's a condom in case you know of saying? emergency yeah, that's break all. this <laughs> 
<laughs> it's like rainbow-colored case of emergency practice. <laughs> I don't know. They don't really have those specialty novelty gas station condoms anymore, do they? No. Used to do that. Like, oh, shit. Do I got 75 cents? Yeah, you just Anybody buy got one. a quarter? Anybody got a quarter? I or you can buy the French... horny goat weed or whatever. Yeah, I want to get a French tickler. <laughs> Anyways, that's that's, oh, fuck that's that our, was fun back in the day. To, that's our novelty talk for the when's day. When's the first time you remember the first time you bought condoms? God, I don't know. I mean, I, they were always around because I had an older brother that figured he needed them. <laughs> you know, there was like huge strips of them, like he was feeding a belt fed <laughs> like machine he was gun, around, like, like he a was... belt fed machine gun. <laughs> like he's going to fucking war. Lance you know? is going out on a Friday night. He throws <laughs> a belt over each shoulder. He's <laughs> just like, Levi, let's go, buddy. Yeah, fucking Trojan. You're man driving me, Trojan man. <laughs> no, I mean we did it as like pee wee hockey players. You know, we'd run across. I remember being in Grand Rapids. <laughs> God damn, I love that picture in Lance. <laughs> Trojan, Tro- gold Trojans over each shoulder. <laughs> Gun. Yeah. Oh, man. We're going to have to make them out and tape them together for a picture or something. Tape some strips. Oh, that would be good. He is going to be a guest, too, he said. Oh, so. we got another chair here. We got another chair and some headphones for him. Lance will come shout at us soon here. Yeah. But, no, I <laughs> I was just think, remembering, like, the first time. I think we'd do it as, like, peewee hockey players in Grand Rapids, and we stayed at this place called the Sawmill Inn, I think, and it was right across from Target. And so we'd run across as a team late at night, and, you know, like, four guys would go down the condom aisle. Oh, my God. It was like buying drugs. Yeah, it was like you'd dare your friends who was going to buy them and who was going to buy them. Like, you'd, I mean, and then they'd buy, like, magnums, you know, to be funny. And it's like you're – Yeah, you got a Trojan magnum. 11- and 12-year-old boys. (laughs) Go back to a hotel room and – Stick it over your arm. I don't know what you do with them. Everybody takes one and puts it in their pocket. And, and then you'd see some guys would fill them with water and shit. And oh, man. You know, I used to take, I told you once, I took my mom's minivan for summer hockey. When I was like a senior in high school, I'd take her minivan, maybe a junior also. I'm not sure. Junior, senior in high school. And run around in the summer a little bit and play on these hockey teams with some buddies. And I went down to Owatonna one time. And I was dumb not really to figure it out, but my buddy filled up. We went to this ice cream shop that his girlfriend was working at or whatever, kind of a drive-in, and messed around with her, and nobody was there. So he had a condom, and he had her fill it up with (laughs) shoot some ice cream in it. And then was like – so it was kind of like an ice cream water balloon, and it ended up like right when I was going to get in the car, he launched this thing at me, and I ducked it. And I didn't really pay attention. I thought it went over my head and probably splatted in the parking lot or whatever. And so, whatever, didn't think of it that night. Went home the next day, and when my mom was cleaning out the car, her van, a couple days later, this thing had went over my head, but the driver's door was open, and it hit right in the bottom of the door. You can't make this shit up. Dude, (laughs) it... was in the little compartment. A rubber with ice cream yeah, all like over it. Yeah, dri- like dried up damn near by then. And my so mom it, it came looked, in like hot. And I, it looked <laughs> my legit. parents were religious. And yeah, it was like, I couldn't make it up. Like I told her this, <laughs> the story of what happened. And I don't know if she they, bought it or not, but that was the damn truth. They probably like, still he don't believe He literally thought you. he was funny. 
fucking threw that thing at me and I, i'm like i don't know if it was just about dark or what and yeah land caught in the door i don't know what kind of guys you were running with but they're throwing condoms around filled with ice cream man i've never even heard heard of that before oh but. man you know your hockey team wasn't weird like that uh yeah they were weird but uh, i don't know i wasn't <laughs> unchecked or what do they call it select hockey or checkbook select hockey. hockey yeah, yeah. that was a weird trip no that it was, was fun. a weird trip that was a weird trip but no that was a fun trip so uh, but yeah, you can't oh, make yeah. that shit up. Okay, so there's other something else I want to talk about here. There was ice cream. This is non-political, non. This is this is in the hobby, uh, more in the hobby, more um, in the hobby subject. To, okay. So we were talking about winter camping last week. So I went on a rampage on uh, doing some investigation. Yeah, we've got to do a little bit of planning here. So yeah, so uh, we're. I want to, <clears throat> if we do this, if we go through it, I had some. I had some feedback on it. Oh, yeah? Who are you chatting with? Well, my brother. He was all gung-ho about it. Oh, he should be. Yeah. So he, because uh, he likes a challenge. but um, Fuck yeah. He'll have so, a big wolf wrapped around his head, <laughs> pinned <laughs> together. And... I run one of those Cabela's credit cards. You know, you get the points, and I and I buy stuff for the farm oh, on it and stuff. You get free money. So, yeah. Anyways, I'm, I'm like, well, I'm going to go on Cabela's, and maybe I can just order it. You know, start with just a cold weather tent. Yeah. Well, they don't do that. Cabela's has nothing but junk. I'm sorry, but they're the shittiest store ever, like... Yeah, get our points so you can buy our shitty Walmart tent from us. Well, then I go online and I see. So I'm I'm on YouTube and I'm like, these guys are winter camping. There's tons of people. Yeah, but aren't they like a can? It's got to be like a canvas tent, right? Yeah, so, so it doesn't so, burn up. Dude, this one guy went on there and he he actually went on there and he had a, just a, a thirty-five dollar tent from Walmart, and he was in a two-foot snowstorm with it, and he made it. Well, he made it through it. I mean, it wasn't. Yeah. He wasn't like uh, you know he wasn't living in. I mean, it's not like it really. It yeah, was you got to dig it down to the grass. So you it was down, a piece onto, of shit. down onto the grass, and then yeah. you probably got a foot and a half or two foot snowbank around the side already to block the wind. To and then block you the get wind. an ISO mat, lay it down to sleep on, yeah. and then you get a all weather. Uh, you know, like in the Marine Corps, we had a three layer sleeping bag, so we had what was called a. <clears throat> I think it was called a liner. It would suck to be wet out there, though. So well, yeah, I think I'm our bringing bag- a cot. Oh no, shit! My cot's heavy, dude. You know how freaking <laughs> bulky that would be. Dra- yeah, but you're pulling the sled. We're not bringing a sled, dude. Oh yeah, damn it! I got a dog. He's my brother's like, we can just ride the sled, s- dog. My brother's like, we can just ride the snowmobiles out there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, but you're taking away from the freaking novelty of the trip. Dude. Yeah, no doubt. Absolutely. I mean, you just got to do it once, you know. And it might be the worst experience dude, ever, but I'm I telling you, just be. where I was walking my dog around down in the cities last week was, I mean, not a big hill, but I walked a pretty good loop down through some long grass and some decent drifts you know up above my knees and i was sweating and i'm not in shape for this right now we got to go do some warm-up <laughs> we got to do some warm-up tracks like i'm not in shape for this oh, right now not but for needless to say i i gotta do a little more research on i mean a guy doesn't need to go buy ten thousand dollars worth of equipment but you no, know we gotta have a good setup and so then yeah do we all do three tiny tents for ourselves well that's another i want to be able to hang out I know. And you talk, know? stupid. I think we could just build a fucking shelter, man. We could. And we bring some good sleeping bags. Bring some good sleeping bags, make a fire, build the shelter. That would be the way to go. That would be kind that of would crazy. Be the, that would be the better way. I kind of feel a little bit, when it comes to sleeping some up in pine the- pine branches and throw some snow on top and yeah. insulate that, th- maybe it would probably be like melting through it in the middle of the night and well, dripping it, on us. When it comes to sleeping in a tent in the middle of the woods or up in Beltrami, up in the state forest- I'm not real keen on not having that visibility. Like, you know, knowing that something's possibly lurking around out there, especially in the Siberian freaking... So what, you want to sleep in a hammock? 
No, I, I <laughs> like the idea of get, investing the money in some decent sleeping bags. Or I think I, I think I have something from the Marine Corps. I'd have to look. I think I have a full setup of a for cold weather. Well, what do you sleep on? Isomat, which is just, just a yoga mat, a thin yoga mat. <clears throat> And okay. that's all we slept on in the Marine Corps. And then we slept in, like, them bivy sacks we had, they were, so they were a three layer. So it was like a liner, and then there was a thick down layer. And then there was, that, so it's three layers. And then you had your outer layer, which was a shell. That was all Gore-Tex, right? Yeah. And you could actually pull that Gore-Tex right over your face. <laughs> and you could actually be cocooned up in there. And it would, <clears throat> it'd be warm in there, cozy. Yeah, we had a cocoon sleeping bag, but not if it... Starts getting wet from the bottom. <laughs> well, that's what that isomat will. That isomat should do the trick, though. All right. We're going to figure this out. I'm glad you mentioned it to Lance already. He's excited. Well, he's got – he figures there's uh, <clears throat> out where he's where, – where I think we could go to that lake. He, he, he I looked me, it up on the map. He told me there's fish out there. I looked it up <laughs> on the map. He told you there's fish out there <laughs> like he's been there. He's like a – he's like a uh, – believe it or not, he knows a lot about uh, wildlife. Yeah, because he used to read a lot when he was in the Marine Corps about like white-tailed deer and wildlife up here. Yeah, he told me the whole process about how fish move without going upstream. So he's like, "Well, you know, like the seagulls and shit, and the and the and the pelicans, and you know, they if they dip into Lake of the Woods and then they're migrating and they land out in this lake, they're dropping off eggs. Not that's not like they're dropping them off on purpose, but he said, and then those eggs will trans. You know, they no way. That's what he told me, dude. And he doesn't lie. Well, he doesn't try to lie, but he might. Well, he made could be that a little full shit of shit. Up. But I've always wondered how. Okay, so let me ask. How you did this. fish get in a, in a, in a pond in the middle of nowhere? Is what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. I mean that's the only feasible way is through birds, mm. fish eggs. Yeah, unless I mean, unless that, when the water was high, they the fish went upstream and. I mean, know. yeah, that's got to happen sometimes too in the spring when it's really when they're what do they call it high water and when the fish are. Uh, what is that? What's it called? Spawning. Spawning. Yeah, and they run upstream. I've seen it in some deep ditches by my house where there's been like suckers and stuff. No, like maybe twenty little northerns. Really? Yeah. In that been, ditch by over by your house? Yeah, pretty close to my house, a couple miles south of there, and they were stuck there in the fall in a little hole. Did you get them out of there? No, I couldn't. I mean, we tried to like fish for them a little bit. I had some shitty little. Jig. How big were they? Like this big? Uh, yeah, probably like Six just inches? over. No, no, like a foot long. Just over you were actually a foot had long, jigs down there? Like 12 to 16 inches maybe, little like little suckers, 8 to 16 inches, I don't know. And they were northerns? Yeah, they had to be northerns. <laughs> they looked like northerns. I've seen chubs and stuff and suckers stranded. They were little northerns. And I finally went and got a dip net and thought that I could, like, dip them, but I, <laughs> it was a little farther than I thought. they just go right to the other side and I, yeah. the other side and the other side. And I don't know. It would have been a heyday for a you know, great blue heron or something to come in there and just eat up, eat up, baby buffet. So, uh, speaking of fish then, so now we're going to put that winter camping on hold. We got to do a little more R and D on it. Yeah. And we need a hand auger then if we're fishing. Yeah, That's what he said. Yeah. Um, so also do you have any fishing extravaganzas planned with your, on Lake of the Woods? I don't know. I've got a buddy from the cities too, that keeps saying shit to me, you know, let's plan a trip, let's plan a trip. But no, I like to be uh, last house on the ice and kind of first house off, but I don't know if they're pulling wheeled houses out now or not. But yeah, I don't know either. My grandpa would love to go. He's been bugging me a little bit too. He's chatted with a couple people that have caught fish, and Gramps got has an itch. It's generally needs to get scratched pretty quick. He's 85, and he'll fucking 
pull a sled out there by himself. Yeah. I've seen his pickup. I've seen his pickup again. And go fish by himself. And I've seen like, his pickup again way up north of town. Yeah. With the ranger unloaded or whatever it is, the four wheeler. Yeah. He probably takes a ranger up there. Yeah. He just bought a ranger this year too. I need to borrow that thing and plow my driveway out. Now that Gramps got a plow for that. <laughs> <laughs> he buttered he buttered feathered that out there you know hey i gotta plow for this thing here and and he doesn't need it he's got tractor for plowing his but should, i haven't yeah, he's calling me should i put him on the air on speaker blair put blair <laughs> on speakerphone yeah, you're on the air yeah do it i better not we uh we had a buddy of ours that's i don't even know if i should talk i'll just sit, mention super it. blair comes i'll just mention it. we had a good buddy of ours that actually he's become a a victim to uh potentially covid but he's not uh he was not doing so hot and he's actually just came out of a who's that uh like i'm not gonna say on the air oh, oh um but he's a friend of ours from rozo here and uh he's the first guy i know of that was seriously ill from it but he does have some for sure some other underlying issues and i think blair's been keeping t- my he's a childhood aunt, friend of mine my great aunt died of it last week yeah um i didn't know that my grandma's last sister how old was she? Just passed away. She was, I don't know, she was 80, 80-ish, yeah. late um, 70s, but yeah. So, you know, I, I know I've kind of downplayed the COVID stuff and, uh, you know, I wouldn't say I've downplayed it, but I've I've took a more realistic approach yeah, well, to we it. we haven't had scenarios like that where you know somebody that's really affected, you know, till literally, I still didn't even know. I thought, I thought uh, my grandma's sister died from natural causes or something because she wasn't that healthy, but... Apparently she just did get COVID right at the end, and then they just took her off her meds, and that was it. So, yeah, yeah there's one for me just last week. I guess either way, it's not good. But uh, you know, I, I'm wishing him well, and uh, I think he's on the mend. I hope, and uh, you know, I I pray and hope that uh, everything goes good for him. You know, I mean, he's I talked to him today on the phone, and he's he you sounded pretty good. Go make out with him and just get it over with. And <laughs> I know, right? Get that shit. Just let me in there. I want it. I want the COVID. You know, no, no. I I don't know. I. Like I said, I, I'm getting, everybody's tired of it. And I can tell my kids actually today, I think the kid, it's to, starting to take a kind of a toll on the kids. I noticed Reese is awful crabby. Starting to take a toll. Well, they're just getting sick of this. They haven't been able to go to school or hang out with their friends or play any sports or. Well, yeah. And they got outdoor rinks. So Cash went to a birthday party last night and, and uh, they had an outdoor rink there and stuff, but it was cold. You know, last night it was one below zero yeah. and they tried to skate and. I mean, they're like seven years old. You got to have lots of hot chocolate. Yeah, they're like seven, you know. They're not, they didn't make it long. And it was windy last night. And and uh, so they pretty much skated for 10 minutes and then came in. But, you know, whatever. I mean, it is what it is now. I mean, I just hope that, uh, I hope the curve, you know, that curve they talk about. I'm just kind of hoping the curve is somewhat, the that, original goal that was. Peroni's disease? No, 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 the curve. Oh. The, the curve that, no, oh. dude, what? <laughs> What, cur- what oh. the fuck are you talking oh, about? Oh, you dude? want the cur- COVID curve to come yeah, back Yeah, dude. Yeah, the curve. That's I gotcha. It needs to be on its way down, man. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about, man? You seen the commercials for that Peroni's disease? No. <laughs> if you're crooked. Are you, you shitting straighten me? straighten back out. Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> <laughs> What's it called? <laughs> Peroni's, I think. How do you know that even? Dude, I don't know. That shit pops up on my TV when I was watching it. Usually... You know, you think they target ads towards you. I don't know why they're targeting me with that shit, because <laughs> that's kind of bullshit. Oh, shit, man. <laughs> no, but, yeah, I hear you. Everybody wants this shit to be over with. We got to, 
Oh, I don't know. We'll we'll see when Biden gets in office here too. You know, if he wants everybody to really crack down for a hundred days, I believe. And I don't. Here's my thing. Hopefully, we can get ahead of this. And here's my thing: if by the time Biden's in, we're already like so. The county has already had over ten percent infection rate. By but you know that's that's on the books. Our small county. Yep. Yep. Um, fourteen dead in our county or something. Yep. So by by you know by this is CDC documentation. If we have over 10%, that's another. So they're not accounting for another so many percent that have had it, like yeah. you and I, yeah, um, that aren't documented, non-documented, okay? So if over 50% of the population by the time, there's a good chance that over 50% of the population has already had it, and there's a good chance that the other 50% of susceptible population by the time Biden gets in is going to have a vaccination. Holy and then you have, shit. So, so then you have other factors, including... Now this remdesivir, they're seeing almost a hundred percent success rate with it. I don't think it's going to be a hot button item when Biden gets in. To be totally, I think it's going to be pretty much kind of a thing we're going to be looking back on. Hopefully, yeah, we better be. It'd be nice, you know. It'd be nice. I'd I'd love to be looking back and saying, "Hey, we're this we're this far in so far. We're going to keep the vaccinations coming out." they're in Roseau. Everything I mean, can open up again with social distancing and masks, you know? Well, yeah, I, I don't see why in a few wouldn't. months we can say, you know, hell with social distancing and you can hug each other again and cheers with a beer at the bar. Or whatever. Know? Yeah, I just don't think, I think we're already, it's our, you know, I think, uh, I you know, I, I don't, I'm not a huge fan of Biden, but I, I really don't see him. You know, I don't think there's any credibility. Okay, so I don't think there's anybody that deserves credit for this except for healthcare workers and the people that the scientists and the people that do the hard work day in and day out. Well, they're the only ones doing shit right now. The politicians haven't done anything. No, they haven't done anything anything for eight months on this. So, yeah, I mean, the healthcare workers have been stressing and getting everybody through and dealing with it however they can without yeah. the politicians helping them and, out and at like, all. And like Although any, we are getting 600 more bucks each oh, now, aren't we? Sakes, I don't even know. Woo. I haven't even, I, I honestly have been detached from news. That's good. I've been too busy. I We got the shop house going. I've been busy with work. We just got a bunch of work, you know, we're stuff in the works that we're looking yeah. at. And pipeline stuff? Yeah, pipeline stuff. I and saw that pipeline when I was coming through where? Clearbrook? Yeah, did you see it there? Yeah, all laid out, like ready to get tacked together. Yep. I didn't. Uh, I didn't go strap myself to it or nothing. <laughs> there was no camera crews around, you know. Nobody. You had a little more. I mean, I think you had. For a little... all you know, I did for like an hour and was like, "Ah, oh, fuck this! <laughs> Nobody's coming." <laughs> Paige, call the news station. Tell them some I crazy. Did. <laughs> some crazy dude stuck his tongue to the frozen pipe here and can't get off. You know. Fuck the pipeline. Everybody put your tongues on this thing. When you're on a drive to the cities, I think your last thing on your mind is actually stopping anywhere and doing anything, especially in a Uh, fucking snowstorm. Yeah, with the little kid, too. I mean, we were stopping to feed him and change a diaper and try to do it quick and open the door and don't get the wind on him. I was working in the cities a lot with a little baby. I hate stopping, too. Man, it's, uh, it's, 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 you feel for the kid, really, is what it is, the baby. Yeah. Because their ass is just sitting in the car. Well, people used to hate to ride with me because be, they'd be like, hey, dude, I got to piss. I'm like, nope. 
You got an hour left. We're going. I'm not stopping. If the, you'd have hated me then because you know? I pissed about 15 times from here to the city. Oh, my gosh. And then I'll get out you at a gas not, station. You'd be going in a bottle. I'll, I'll get out and look around and kind of kick dirt a little bit. I, like, want to time myself. You know, it's generally six hours to the cities. I think my record in, was probably 19 was, like, four and a half. I what cruised. were you driving? A fucking Subaru? Oh, dude, 1980-something Buick Regal Coupe with a five-disc changer. Yeah. Regal Coupe. Buick Regal. Two door. Yeah. Sunroof. Like a leather. Sp- oh, like a nineteen eighty three. Oh, so a sports car. Pretty much. It was like yeah. a four point something liter car. It was fast, man. Solid metal too. You could just plow snowbanks. Solid metal. Well fuck, I got a Hyundai after what year that was thing, it? and that thing you'd back into a snowbank and the bumper would just disintegrate. You know, like in college I was lazy, so you know I one year, my freshman year, I had this big metal boat, and a plow would plow up behind your house, and you know use the car as a plow. Well, fuck when there's a big, you're late for class, and there's a big berm behind you, just like ah, I can get through that. Boof. <laughs> and then my next year, I got rid of that car. I got this fancy gold Hyundai something or other, and I remember trying to back through a snowbank with that, and back end went through, and the front bumper ripped right off coming out, but. Yeah, not smart. Should have so, shoveled a little bit. So uh, now that we're kind of into but the... anyway, I hate stopping on the way to the city, so hey, we might never ride together. So <laughs> uh, I can make her, like, if there's somebody else driving and I got someone to bullshit with usually, but I get when I'm by myself, I get bored. You got the how many Ds behind the A? What? A-D-D-D-D-D? Yeah, big time. Um, so <laughs> real quick, though, while we're talking about snow and shit and weather... Um, also, I wanted to, th- I know we're, we already talked about the winter camping shit, but um, those snowshoes, I was thinking a lot about them, actually. Yeah. Um, you better get some for your wife here for her birthday. Uh, mm, I don't, don't know if she'd be down. Um, I, She might be, but I just, she might look at them and go, well, what the fuck are these? <laughs> like, I didn't when tell you I wanted I, snowshoes. Yeah, when would it, what are you telling me here? When are we going to go snowshoeing? What are the kids going to do when we're snowshoeing? Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. So, um, honestly, I think it'd be a, it'd be a great gift for my daughter. She, she'd be into it, I think. But, um, you know, it's something I probably should have thought about before Christmas. But Because uh, they're actually relatively cheap. What did you say they were? 60 bucks? Yeah, not quite. Yeah. Just under. Do you have any more in stock? I got some yeah. hanging up there. Four colors. Though. I, I think they're sweet. Um, I think what I was looking for, though, online was actual ones that will hold up my weight. Oh, speaking of my weight. So that's another thing. Uh, <laughs> real quick here. The ADHD's kicking in. Yeah. Um, so I, I've i been kind of just feeling like shit lately. You know, yeah. like, And I'm like, God, I think I got COVID, but not for like a month you, you know mean, like not just your midwinter well, slump yeah so i like i kind of went through a midwinter or like a beginning of winter slump you know where i was like i knew my emotional well-being was starting to be compromised a little bit yeah you're getting to me on the so, fringes so like i get through that stuff too, and, like, too I, much coffee and yeah. too many hours ditching yep yeah exactly and then you you've i had just a you know kind of a pretty pretty bad year farm and overall it was it was not the greatest i mean but, you know, with all that aside, that doesn't mount on me so bad because farming's a long game, you know. So, um, but w- I've just realized I was waking up feeling just fucking sore. Yeah, I wasn't, I haven't been doing anything. It's not like I've been out running a chainsaw every yeah, day, walking up physical. wood. You know, so I kind of was paying attention to what I was just kind of randomly eating, you know, over Christmas and shit. You know, here I'm eating like, I was drinking like 
I don't know, two or three cans of Coke a day. Just fucking red Coke, you know? Oh, yeah, you don't drink beers. And, I yeah, mean, so I don't drink beers. So you kind of give yourself a little slack on your diet, you know? Yeah, so, especially when you get to the holidays I, and people are having cocktails and whatever, and you yeah, grab a Coke. Yeah, but I would catch myself, like, uh, you know, buying a candy bar, like a big Snickers bar from the gas station or getting the holiday cookies or going to, uh, you know, whatever, you, you know. You buy those packs of yeah, holiday dude, cookies cook, that are pre-cooked? Cups. Yeah, the cups. Oh. Yeah, they're delicious, you know. So <laughs> I, So, anyways, I told my wife two days, you get, two or three you, days ago, I said, I got to quit eating sugar altogether. So I did. You get right? caught by like half the shit on the way to the register yes, at the gas dude. station. Yeah, I'm just like, oh, I need this, need this. Look, and then you find like the little snapper poppers, the firecrackers, they get them too, you know. <laughs> the fucking, what do you call them, snakes? Whippersnappers, <laughs> Whippersnappers and the snakes. And, the snakes and, and, and then a cup of cookies and then give me a, a Powerball too, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so, so anyways, uh, so I quit eating sugar altogether. Just suddenly I stopped, you know, 100%. And... I can't believe I fell into this trap. I, I went I went to bed last night for the last two nights with just a massive fucking headache. For real? Yes, dude. You think you're sh- a sugar addiction? Yeah, dude. For real? Yes. And so Is that a thing? You you look it up on Wikipedia. I really think it is. And and um so I woke up this morning with a fucking massive headache too and I was like Dude, I got like a sugar hangover. Did you, you know? Eat, did you eat a caramello and see if it went away? Right I haven't. Away? No, I've been off it. So essentially, I can name what I've ate today. Is what I've ate today is some spaghetti for lunch, like a hot dish spaghetti. That my yeah, wife nobody made me. gives a shit. And water. Yeah, and okay. water. So you ate and then, healthy. And then I had venison and potatoes tonight for supper. Wow, and that's pretty good. I don't know what I had twice today. What Burger King. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah, but there's really no sugar in it, right? <laughs> I don't know what's in it. <laughs> and for sure there's sugar in it. <laughs> even even Subway's bread is considered a donut by like the FDA because oh, really? it's got so much sugar in it. Okay, so when I go to Subway, so, I usually get the, the the wrap, the tomato basil wrap. Okay. I, yeah, that's what that's I get anyway. That's made out of fruit roll-ups. Because I... <laughs> <laughs> it probably is. It's pretty good. <laughs> but anyway, so now I'm on this. I I figure if I could, it's, so, it's like a, it's like a discipline thing though for me because I have such an addictive personality that I need to get on it too. I need to get on my diet. I got to talk to old DW. I hope he's listening out there. I'm gonna I'm gonna hit him up and uh, get on this cholesterol. But I mean, fuck! I love steaks, but that isn't the hardest thing the, to I give up. I can cook so much shit. What do you? What do you? What do you want to do? Like, what do you? Oh, I don't cut know. Out? I guess I gotta get. I don't know what I gotta cut out. I don't even know anything about cholesterol. Like, I if we do this winter, if we do this winter camping, exercise thing, more and be healthier and stop eating so much red meat. But if we I do don't this, want my heart to be fucking plugged up. If we if we do this winter camping thing, honestly, I want to be like twenty pounds lighter because I can't. No, you can't. You just gotta go. Now, whatever. It'll turn into a fucking episode of Survivor. Well, how long is it going to take each of us to lose 20 pounds? Dude, we'll I go do next fucking winter. Weeks. 20 pounds in three weeks? Well, if I quit eating sugar altogether, I guarantee oh, you. Oh, my God. I don't know. We might have to put money on this. And maybe we're going to do, should we do Biggest Loser or something yeah, for the fucking dude, if, podcasters if, dude, or for the listeners dude, out there? If somebody paid me $500 to lose freaking 20 or 30 pounds, I'd do it. Do we got to post a before and after picture somewhere. Maybe of us when I just looked at my face the other day and it was just like speedos standing on a scale like <sighs> MMA fighters or what? Maybe I don't know. I looked at myself in the <laughs> mirror the other morning and I looked like fucking <laughs> terrible, dude. I got a double chin. And oh yeah, but you got to stand in my mirror here at the shop. I got this mirror here at the shop that makes it kind of like a funhouse mirror. You can flex it different directions, so it's like hmm, maybe takes fifteen pounds off. So really? 
whenever somebody tries on a shirt, they're you, like, you do not. Damn, have that. I look good in this, don't I? Yeah, I swear I do. It was just a shitty mirror. I, I had my grandpa frame up a mirror for me. It was like a Target mirror, and when I put it on the wall, it made me look like a Oompa Loompa. So I was like, oh, damn. This little flexy mirror, I had to straighten it out and straighten it out, and I got it just right well, where I thought it was just right. But when I looked at myself, I in a, God, looked at myself in a normal mirror, I thought, oh, maybe that one makes me look I a little better than I am. I swear, Teal's got a mirror that makes <laughs> me look fucking thirty pounds heavier. Oh I yeah, swear to God, but it might be the real thing. That's what I'm scared <laughs> of, dude. <laughs> That's you what, know what I'm mean. saying. It's like, yeah. what do I really look like, this dude? Like, yeah. And and no, and don't. I keep telling her I'm like, quit drying my pants so hot, <laughs> you know, because I can. Freaking, they're getting tighter uh, and tighter, you know. Oh man, my wife Paige has not dried my pants for quite a while. <laughs> she's yeah, got I'm like, that down. I, I, she's like, well, you need, you know, it wouldn't hurt you to cut back a little bit. And I'm like, yeah, but look, they're even getting shorter too, you know. You got clothes for Christmas, and they're all a size smaller than you should be. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, what? So honestly, it, it's like I gotta, I gotta do something. I, I don't know, you know. I mean, it's it's been kind of tough because it's time are we i mean we're both close enough i'm 33 i'll be 34 soon i could we could do the midlife crisis you know lose weight for like a year and then just Ooh. put it right back on i don't know if you i think once you cut it off at this age if you if you could develop those eating habits i think it's i was told and i didn't believe this for the longest time I, you have to develop the eating habits that's, not just do a diet change right. your diet for two months you're trying to develop eating habits to where you don't crave any sugar and if you don't crave any sugar like you know it's tough i know during the holidays especially but no sugar and cut back the carbs yeah if you can just keep it to like one cookie or something instead of me every day going to holiday to get the cup of cookies you know (laughs) i mean i was i mean because i just loved them it was like my those little chocolate chip cookies in the cup and they got cinnamon rolls in a cup i'm an yeah i'm an anxious person and i i got what reese calls nervous eating she calls it nervous eating yeah you know, she, I'll just go in the, like 9 o'clock at night. I'll be in the fridge digging around. Oh, yeah, I do that and, too. Yeah, and... I, I think I must have some sort of ADDDD too because, I yeah, just always got to be doing something. Just kind something. of a nervous eating, you know, or whatever. I just got to pinch a snooze or something, you know, and... I, 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 that's Maybe we got to start meditating. Maybe we both got to start meditating or something a little bit, you know, try to dial that down somehow. I think inadvertently, I think people that are hyperactive or active like you and I inadvertently we've taught ourselves to meditate in some way shape or form without us even knowing it like on your way to work or yeah you know, yeah on your drive or in yeah. the shower or i, I meditate find in the, the spots the time the times in the day with, that you have to yeah. gather your thoughts gather get your, your plans together yep yeah so i i don't know i you i think you when you're a hyperactive person or you have anxiety you you naturally find ways to deal with it and you know i really didn't start dealing with my anxiety i would say my adult anxiety until about five years ago when I quit drinking. Otherwise, it was always, uh, you know, I always knew I had a crutch, you know? Yeah, when I was alcohol boozing. Yeah. And, yep. When yeah, I was boozing absolutely. pretty hard. Yeah, and uh, that was kind of my relief, my meditation, actually. Because mm-hmm. I do a lot of thinking when I'm thinking and drinking. You ever heard of that? Yeah, absolutely. Thinking and drinking or even, you know, I, I do it for, like, smoking a cigarette. I got to find something else to replace that, you know, another, you know, to replace that when I need to step away and be – you know, in my own thoughts for a minute, a cigarette is an easy spot to do that. Hey, sorry, I'm going to step out here and 
give me and then it gives you a couple minutes to just you know yeah i mean i'd like to say breathe deep and think but yeah i mean choke yourself on a cigarette but <laughs> actually think for a minute and and, and relax it's a, it's a stress thing but i think you can find something else to put in that place and and uh, replace that habit with it's, something it, a little more healthy like <laughs> it, it's crazy when you get a little bit older because you're always trying to find better alternatives even last night i saw i was like god i was just kind of desperate for like kind of a just i was kind of going through my withdrawals from eating sugar and shit you know which is sounds dumber than sugar shit, you know? withdrawals he's on day two of sugar <laughs> yeah, withdrawals <dude>. and like <laughs> my, I, I, and i had a headache from i want to see dude. you put your hand out still hold it a, out still oh no he's shaky i had a be. headache from hell and I was digging around in the medicine bowl, you know, at home. Got what, like, you got a bowl like the, they used to have? <laughs> I want, a party. I want we just her, dig in and grab some pills. Yeah, I once heard a cop say that. <laughs> hey, you know what they're doing these days is these pill parties where they all throw pills yeah, in a bowl. Yeah, we had a pill party at my Everybody house. grabs them like, I think that's bullshit because some pills are worth this much and some yeah. are worth this much. So who's all throwing their fucking yeah. pills in? So I, uh, I was digging through there. I saw. But Levi's I, got one of these pill what, jars. I, I asked Teal, I said, where the fuck is the Motrin at, you know? Well, what's wrong? I said, what's hurting? Is it Motrin for your period? No, you're thinking of Midol. Oh. <laughs> there was Midol in there, dude. So, so anyway, just... I, I said, fuck, we're out of Motrin. Oh. You know? like, I couldn't find any in the house. So I'm, I said, well, God dang it, you know? So there was these CBD tablets there. And I said, well, what are these? She goes, those aren't for you. I said, well, who are they for then? If anybody needs them in this place, it's me. Yeah, no shit. You know? So anyway, she goes, you have some CBD oil in the in your medicine cabinet. I said, oh. So I went in there, and I it was this roll-on stuff that you put on your neck when you got a headache. Yeah. And, and it, it actually worked really pretty good. Yeah, it worked pretty well. Um, I did a little research on CBD when I did quit eat, completely quit eating sugar and pop. It didn't pop the top off and take it like a shot? <laughs> no. Oh, get this no. in me. So it had some other crap in there, too. It, was, it actually worked pretty good. But um, Eucalyptus and... Yeah, it was exactly, dude. Eucalyptus um, what's that other and shit? CBD and... Uh, uh, it's like a purple plant that grows out yeah, in Kansas. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, not aloe vera, but... Uh, no. You know Fuck. what I'm talking about not like uh they farm it it's actually farmed pretty heavily yeah i forget it's gonna come to me so anyways i did this stuff and whatever my headache went away oh then i woke up this morning with a goddamn headache too you know so it's like lavender yeah lavender that's what it is eucalyptus oil lavender and cbd oil there you go boom hit it right on yeah i did and it worked good um it worked really good we got it from a friend of ours that sells some of the cbd stuff uh, on the side and and uh so yeah i i don't that's, a, that's kind of a hit these days. Everybody's selling CBD from Tony Hawk to yeah, yeah. I mean, Jason Ellis. Jason everybody. Ellis, yeah. Yep. And the companies they you see articles where the pharmaceutical companies are trying to sue them or because they're yeah. taking so much of their. I, did you did, you, you must have seen revenue, part of that documentary you know? then, huh? No, I don't. There's know. a documentary out about CBD, and the reason that. Um, pharmaceutical com- so there's a coalition of cbd vendors or vent you know owners that are pretty big and powerful that are pushing for usda like approval essential yeah. they want to be they want to be you know because they said that there full is full-on medical yeah because they said there is some fly-by-night cbd producers yeah that are not doing a good job they don't know what's in their yeah. in their pills or their medication or whatever that so this this legit group of cbd people want it to get passed by the S- usda but then the people that are kind of grassroots don't because they're saying it's going to put them out of business yeah it's going to put the small guys out yes. of business i've heard that that's the same thing with the pot industry yeah yeah i mean cbd and the pot industry you know the there's been all these small 
little local farmers that have you know just crafted their kind of like a craft yeah, beer crafted you know. their cannabis for years and all and have sold it to dispensaries and all of a sudden there's going to be huge monopolies from giant yeah who knows giant grow ops yeah could that be that are um, trying to get you know they can get <clears throat> approval and then these little guys can't because they don't have the money to do the federal testing and well, maybe they should have the money for it. I, I don't mean, that, know. that's capitalism, but at the but, same time, yeah, um, little guys have to have to hone their craft. Maybe they got to sell their weed with uh, with uh, coffee, like in a coffee house too. So people come there for something else, or with yeah. a grilled cheese sandwich shop and, and a fucking weed. weed store. That'd be a good have one. A, have a grilled cheese and a weed. Oh man, dude! <laughs> I was in Denver for a concert last year. It was the best food truck I've ever been to. Grilled called, ham and cheese and weed. Just called Cheese Please, and they had all sorts of grilled cheeses. Like grilled cheese with bacon, double double the cheese, double the bacon. No, I don't know. Just that's a good. <laughs> actually, that's a really good cheese. Idea. Please, if you're ever in Denver and can hit up a food truck, hit up that's cheese. A good please, I- that's a good idea to be cruising around them. You know, venues where there's hipsters and stoners cruising around. You know, on foot. Oh, absolutely. And Any then you concert. got a food, and then you got a food truck <laughs> show up, dude. Oh, there was multiple food trucks at this place. It was pretty cool, but yeah, I mean, you want to be the food truck if there's a concert there. Absolutely, be the food vendor. Especially if it's yeah in Denver and everybody's everybody's stone. They'll I be eating swear, grilled man, cheeses I, like they're going I on the style. I've, I know I've mentioned this before, but I could swear when I got off that plane and I got in that rental pickup when I went there, I swear I could smell weed in the air, dude. <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> Rocky Mountain, John Denver's Rocky Mountain High. <laughs> that crystal clean air turned into just a haze of cannabis smoke. Wow, man. It was like. No, I don't think so. I mean, Denver used to be the hot spot because it was the first to legalize it just within city limits but now i mean there's so many states with legalized pot that i mean i think the denver will always be the first but so do you have any so okay so let's uh moving on here let's do we have do you have any trips planned for this winter no i just somebody asked me that my brother-in-law asked me that down at christmas you know what do i got for this winter where are my trips for next year and they live in cape cod and i'd love to get out there but that probably won't be till this next fall if you got a young baby it's hard to make travel plans yeah i don't know my little my younger sister says it's so easy until they're about two years old she's like you don't it's so much easier before they can run away from you in the airport and you have to watch them and hold on to them and whatever when you got an infant you can she's like traveling's easy you got dude you, you got time right now and most people would look at it like it's terrible i don't know how she gets that great attitude but yeah I, my boss traveling is, with kids is, my boss has got a six month old <laughs> is easy Six-month-old, a two-year-old, and a three-and-a-half-year-old, right? Oh, wow. And they've tra- they've flown to Florida multiple times. Oh, yeah. But I th- don't – I. That would I, suck. that's something that I do would not want to do. Yeah, um, I think we went to France for one of my sisters – my younger sister's wedding. And France? Yeah, France. She meant – France the country? Yeah, what do you mean? France the town and – Where's France the town? Vermont. Probably. <laughs> there might be a France, Vermont, but yeah, France the country, like on the other side of the ocean. You flew over there? Uh, yeah. I mean, I rode over there in a plane, but <laughs> yeah, I watched movies for eight hours and drank fucking Jack Daniels. Did you really? Yeah. Where would you my fly My family out for my little sister's wedding uh, probably four or five years ago. Um, five, five, six. Six years ago, jeez, I don't know. Um, yeah, flew out of Minneapolis. Minneapolis, to I think. Atlanta? Mm, no, New York, I think. I then came back, Paris to Montreal, and then back to Minneapolis. But 
Oh. Yeah, what were we even talking about? What was oh, my story uh, just, before you? Just, fucking, um, I don't know. Said something. I said fucking France. Oh, I don't flew know what there. we were talking about, dude. Flew there. Totally traveling lost. with kids. Oh, oh, oh traveling yeah. with kids, dude. My older sister, Rachel, had a yeah a two-year-old and, and then also, or, or like a three-year-old and then an infant. And that was fucking painful. Cause even for me, uh, we were, were you there. We were a few rows up from them on the plane. And when that kid started crying, I felt like an idiot, even though people didn't even know i was related to that little kid <laughs> you know like shut that kid up back there a moment aren't those planes big yeah that was a big plane yeah it was like i mean they're like airbus a330 yeah, i think like four seats in the middle and a couple yeah, on each side TV or three on each side line on them. yeah i watched four movies i loved it it was funny my dad we got there i remember my dad falling asleep i suppose he slept for six seven hours and it's like an eight hour flight to paris and I was on my first movie and probably my second cocktail when he fell asleep. And when he woke up, I was on my fourth movie and probably my 14th cocktail. God, that, <laughs> and that's he's like, are you kidding me? When I used You're to still d- drinking? It's been eight this. hours. I said, yeah, but there's been a time change. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's actually <laughs> only been like two three. hours. Dude. I mean, the flight attendants, finally, when they were going to go to bed, the guy came out and he's like, because they only give you like one bottle, little one or two if you really are like hey, hey i got an issue <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah i got an, my hands shaking here and uh but no then i remember one of the flight attendants coming out at the end and he had like three little shooter bottles for him he's like this we're gonna go to bed for a little bit of this be good for a while i was like yep thank you but yeah it was it was fun i uh when i flew to okinawa japan it was from north carolina which would be the coast of North Carolina to Anchorage, Alaska. Which oh, yeah. From the coast of North Carolina to Anchorage, right? That's fucking backwards, isn't it? just isn't seems that? so backwards, dude. So then, yeah, so then we flew to Anchorage. We took the longest fucking way you could ever take to get somewhere. We flew from North Carolina, the coast of Carolina, to... No kids on the flight, though. Obviously, a bunch of Marines. We had our weapons <laughs> with us, actually. So our kind of a handful of infants. Yeah, but we were on a commercial... <laughs> Fucking guys in there eating crayons and shit. <laughs> eating crayons. So, that's the big joke with Marines, you know, crayon eaters, they call them. Well, they'll do so, anything. Yeah. yeah. So, so anyway. They yeah, we, get off the plane and they all got different colored well, teeth. Like we got off. <laughs> God. We got off the plane in Anchorage, and they were like, okay, no, God, you know, pretty much be on your best behavior, you know, like a bunch of kids because they let us get off the plane. Yeah. And there was guys, like, headed for the tavern. It was, like, 9 in the morning Running. in Anchorage, Alaska, you know. Yeah. They're like, you guys can have one beer, you know, or whatever. And, you know, trying to keep these, you know, I don't know how many Marines you could fit on that plane. Uh, you know, but anyways, we stopped in Anchorage. We took some pictures out in front of the airport and stuff. They let us go out there and take pictures. And, <laughs> and then we got back on the plane and it was like another nine hours on the plane to Okinawa, Japan, you know, or something. It was like a Yikes. total of 18 hours in the air. It just, it felt like you should have been able to fly around the world at that point. You could have probably on a different plane. They showed us on the little monitor where we were and what, where we flew was. It's pretty neat to watch that as you fly. Well, we actually flew over the Bering Sea the Bering Strait yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And then we flew along a hundred miles off the coast of Russia the whole way. And then when we hit like the Korean peninsula, mm-hmm. then we, then we cut down into the South Pacific. So you were over the water the whole time. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah I mean, you didn't they, want to hit Russian airspace. They, well, be yeah, getting, they stay, they stay within land. tickled by their m- <laughs> artillery. So, so we, st- I think the goal is usually on any transcontinental flight is they want to be within so many miles of a, 
a body of land, you know. So like, well, hopefully, land. if some shit yeah. goes wrong, I they mean, they got to be able to coast crash thing, you know? somewhere hard. Yeah, you know, they, and that's the same with any transcontinental flight, commercial flight. I think they have to be, you know, within so many miles of an airport. You know, even when you flew over to France, I'm sure so they can pull did some you, shit like Sully. Did you have any layovers in at all in Europe? No. I you mean, didn't? well, I mean, we we flew to Paris. I mean, and then yeah, got on a different flight to the South France where we were going, but. When I mean, I, when it wasn't I f- like a long time, no, maybe an hour or something. I got a fucking fish sandwich because I couldn't read the shit. I should have looked at the picture. I thought it was religious. You know, they got them fish. Yeah. A little, but it was fish. Poisson <laughs> or something. Poisson. When I was in the Marine Corps, we fish flew. Fish is poison. When I flew to, uh, we flew we flew out of Cherry Point, North Carolina. We were on our way to Afghanistan, and we flew into Shannon, Ireland. And that, that was a big, would be uh, awesome. Yeah, so we flew into Shannon, Ireland. It was just like what you'd think Ireland would be like. boys running for the pub, too? <laughs> they were, dude. They were freaking running for the pub. Same shit, you know. Same <laughs> shit, different day. We get 45 minutes <laughs> yeah, in Ireland. They were refueling the plane and shit, you know. It was a commercial plane. And then I think we flew to, uh, we went to Frankfurt, Germany. Oh, we flew shit. Into got Frankfurt, yourself Germany. a hot dog. Yeah, we went into Frankfurt, Germany. And then we got on a, uh, and then we, we fueled up again for some reason. And then we went to, uh, I think it was Sibomon. And then there You're was just dropping off random yeah, shit we that, that were. you didn't ha- know about. We're fueling up again, boys. <laughs> yeah, huh? yeah, we, yeah. We just fueled up like 20 minutes ago. I, it's so funny when you're in the military. You don't even. It's just dropping like whatever, dude. Off in here yeah, it's just and like whatever, here. dude. I, I don't know where we're going. And then we stopped at some base for like two weeks out in the desert. It was in the Mediterranean. I believe it was in the. The Strait, but it was it called the Strait of Hormuz. It's in Sibomon or something. Anyway, we were there. We were in two different. We were in Qatar, and then we went to Sibomon, and then we hopped on a C-130. And uh, did I ever tell you the story about? No. So isn't Qatar I, super rich? Uh, yeah, all Qatar? those all those countries are Oman, Saudi Arabia. So we were in Sibomon, getting ready to go into Afghanistan, and they're like, "Okay, we're going to get on a C-130, which is a military aircraft." Yeah. And they're like, "You got to palletize all your sea bags and shit." Because we had all our stuff. So strap everything down. Pretty much, yeah. And, so it and, doesn't come banging yep. into you. And then they put it on one of those rollaway pallets that they yep. can roll out the back. And uh, anyways, I, you know, whatever. So that for some reason, the Air Force guys, they're really nice to us. They wanted us to... Uh, to the Marines in general? Yeah, yeah, they were really nice. They're like, do you guys need anything before you guys go there? And I'm like... Yeah, you guys are being sure. awful nice. Is this like a fucking suicide mission? Could use a Hummer. <laughs> yeah, you know whatever. You know. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, we're like, yeah, you know. So they were giving us like uh, just random shit from their supply, and we were grateful for it because you know being in the Marine Corps, you don't really get it. Back then, we didn't get a whole hell of a lot. Yeah. And uh, anyways, I was I they they brought us in this white prison bus out to the uh, <laughs> out to the tarmac. White we called prison it, bus. We called it the tarmac. It was a. Uh, like the out where the runway and shit and the planes. Yeah, sitting, but it know? wasn't tar over there. Well, no, it was. It was a nice big airstrip. Oh, well, it was a it huge tarmac. It was, yeah, it was a strategic air air base. Okay, they had F 16s and all kinds okay. of shit there. So, anyways, um, I look at this plane and on the tail wing, you can always know where the planes out of. You know, a lot of them are out yeah, of like it has Dover. A couple Dover. letters or something. Well, they usually they say right on there Dover Air Force Base. Or, oh, all right. Well, the plane I was getting on it was a C one thirty, so it was a, one of the big prop planes. Okay. It looked like out of World War Two almost. Yeah. They looked like an air tank, you know. And uh, anyway, it said on the back on the tail wing, it said Minnesota Air, air Guard. Oh, and are I was you like, you me? gotta be shitting me. Minnesota. We're going air into, we're going into war on a Guard. Minnesota Air Guard plane, you know. Hell yeah. So and I was carrying a long gun, which means I was carrying a sniper rifle. And I had a pistol with me, and you know, it's a sniper pistol too. 
because he's the sniper. So all his shit is sniper scope. stuff. Yeah, sniper pistol. You got a knife? It's a fucking sniper knife. You know? What kind of knife you got? Oh, uh, you know, a regular scoped. army knife? I got a scoped knife. What do you got? Sniper knife. Give you if you pass the test. Needless to say, I had a I had a long gun, but um. So then, I, you know, I was. Did you take a picture by that fucker? No, we were no, but I should have. I should have took. So listen to this shit. I gotta grab a fat tire. So should we go on hold or what? No. So we get we get on the uh, we're getting on the plane, and the, you, when you get on a plane and you're going into a combat zone, typically the pilot, which is usually a colonel with the air force or the air guard or whatever he'll usually greet you when you get on the plane and he was standing there greeting us and me and my sniper team were in the back back of the line and we're getting on the plane and he goes hey marine how's it going i said well not too bad he said where are you from i said well i'm from roseau minnesota he goes oh no shit i'm from minnesota too he said where are you from i said roseau he goes do you know the lumbums (laughs) <laughs> I said, you got to be shitting me. He goes, I went to college with... Uh, Andy. With Mike Lumbum. Oh, he was you an know? old man. Yeah, and uh, I said, you've got to be shit. I grew up... Well, I literally grew up down the road from him. Yeah, he did. You know, and he goes, you you got to be kidding me. I said, no, man, I grew up in Malung Township. He he had been there. Yeah. You know? Been out to Mike's house. Yeah, so um, anyways, I thought, holy shit, I should have took a picture, but back then we didn't have these smartphones and shit. You know, my camera's probably packed away somewhere. Yeah. I, honestly, I don't have hardly any pictures of Afghanistan. I know we've talked about that before, yeah. but I just, I wasn't in the mood for taking pictures. Yeah, it's all, it's, it's something that I've tried to do throughout my life. And, and I mean, more and more as I get older, especially on trips and I want to like document it. I've got one buddy that's really good at it. And, you know, we give him shit like, Louis, we don't want to take a picture. He goes, you'll thank me for it one day. I know. And, and you'll thank me so for true. it one day, but I never, I never get around to it because a lot, Unless it's just friends. Like, I love pictures just with friends, and then then I'm always down for it, but pictures of anything else just don't do it justice when you're there, you know? when You're, you're, you're 100% right, too. If it's anything to, that has to do with the landscape, for sure. I know. You just can't. When I was in Bridgeport, California. You can't convey how it feels. In the Sierra Nevada mountains. Yeah. Same Through thing. a picture. I was looking for, through my photo album not that long ago from when I was in the Marines, and we were in the Sierra Nevada mountains. I was trying to take pictures of the... A kind of the landscape because it was like this unbelievable view out of the pines yeah looking over the mountains and it just you wouldn't know what i was trying to take pictures of no you look at to, them and you're like you're oh. trying to take pictures of the feeling that it's giving you yeah. and it doesn't work <laughs> and, and at a you young can't age get that feeling at a young age you get those pictures back and get them developed and you're like the fuck was i taking pictures of here you know i mean yeah maybe it helps you so once in a while you hit one that's like oh yeah that Sunset still looks good in that picture. I remember that now. I have one picture. Generally, you're like, that sucks. I've sat in, I remember even back in the disposable camera days, like sitting on the rocks at, uh, you know, on the edge of a lake, taking a picture of the sunset every minute. You know, they had like 27 pictures on those cameras or something every minute and then getting it developed and just being like, well, that sucked. (laughs) You know, like. So I, I. None I got one picture that I'm extremely proud of from the Marine Corps from a film camera, and I was I was on mainland Japan and we were far, we were farming, we were farming over there. <laughs> we were we were and training farming hemp over there. We were training and I was in a it was like I think they called it a fire team leaders course. So it was just at a small junior level leaders course, and there was uh, we were doing some patrols or something I don't remember, and we were in kind of a 
you think of Japan, you think of almost like a jungle, but it's not jungle. It's it's like a it's kind of like a cross between like Seattle, Washington, and I don't know northern Minnesota. You know, I mean, honestly, what the fucking across is that? That's like Seattle's like well, rainforest. I know, but northern Minnesota in the summer, I'll say it's like that. I, I maybe maybe I guess it'd be like Seattle, but it's like wooded. Oh, there's pine trees, and then you know, big huge ferns and tall like grass and. Like so this like really a, uh, tall, heavy bladed wet climate because it's an island. Yeah, so I got this. Pic- I was I was patrolling and I was crossing this little stream and I was by myself, and we were about we were we were about to climb up this kind of this stream river bank and I looked through and the sun was just shining through perfect through the through the you know through the ferns and the yeah. and the trees and I I do have one. I'll bring it into you and show you. My 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 daughter said you took that picture. Is that a postcard? <laughs> because I, I took that picture. I was that made there. Me proud. Yeah, I was there. You know, like I took that picture, and that, you know, I mean that that does that picture captures the yeah, moment. The moment. You know? Yeah. Yeah, they're um, rare though. They're it is rare. very very rare. I've done it a couple times, and I'm pretty proud of them. Then you get those ones printed off, but you delete eighty five percent of them. You know, if they're on your phone or something, or ninety nine percent of them. Like this one looks dumb. Looks dumb. Looks dumb. Looks dumb. Oh, okay. Save that one for a little while. Dumb, dumb, dumb. We got some pictures yeah, when I was bad. in Havasu off my iPhone. The iPhone has an amazing camera. Yeah. And I got a 10. Yeah, it's we, all right. We got, still doesn't. I thought it did okay in Arizona when yeah. I was there, like the Grand Canyon and stuff, but it does better than any other phone I've ever owned. Oh, yeah, know? absolutely. It's a bit better. It, yeah. That's what they said it did when I freaking got it for way too much money. Is that what they said? It would do good pictures? Yeah, they brag that up, and then, you know, when you buy the 10, about... Four months later, there's the 11, and that's got the I best know. pictures. And then four well, months later, one? that's the 12. What is this phone? I wonder. You got the 11. You got the next. You got three on the back, or do I get two? Yeah, see, I get two. You got three on. Oh, the back. so I got the 11 then. I think so. Yeah. You stepped it up. Yeah, this thing's amazing. Yeah, yeah that one good. makes you look skinnier in the pictures. They got that down <laughs> in the app. <laughs> you know, they should have that. Why don't? Why do all the girls use that? You know, picture fucking thing that makes her faces look blurry or like a fuzzy puppy. like a puppy you know I, oh it bugs me so much i wish it snapchat make, filters yeah i mean they that. might as well make ones that just make them look thinner and maybe a little bigger tits and you know if you're gonna be shallow like that like well go all the way you go, go all, all the, the way, way like take a fucking real picture i'm so sick of i know you're right seeing you in real life and you're 45 years old and that's cool you're a pretty <laughs> fucking woman you know you're At 45 pre- even, you're a pretty you know? woman absolutely but now i see you post something like that and son of a bitch it's like well she got issues she got issues can't even post a picture you know with her normal face yeah i i appreciate a I see that a lot. Even you got you know, the makeup. There's even makeup, right? You know, so you got makeup and makeup and and a filter. And a filter. Yeah. So makeup didn't even do it anymore. I wonder. I've never. I'm I'm kind of for the natural myself. You know, I I get mad when I get mad when girls get done up too much. Dude, you told me you didn't have any notes for tonight. I don't. This is this is old stuff. Oh. I mean, this is from last week. Honest, we can mention that again. Honest conflict has more social value than dishonest harmony. That's a good quote for every week. We could start and end the episode with that quote. But oh, I've also got a song written down here, "One Day" by Modest Yahoo. Have you ever heard of them? They sound like a kind of a hipster band. Modest Yahoo. It's one. It's one gentleman. I think. I don't know if he's actually. I think he is. He was like a Hasid- Hasidic Jew, right? Like got the curls on the side, but also like an unbelievable rapper. 
Yeah. Look oh, he's up. a rapper? Yeah. Oh. One well, then day, I'm into it. One Day is a ridiculously beautiful song from Modest Yahoo. It's M-A-T-I-S-Y-A-H-U. Oh, Modest Yahoo. So yeah. it's one word. Yeah. I've heard of it before. And it's a great song by him called One Day. Yeah. So that's one of my favorite songs. I'll have, to, I'll have to listen to it. Throughout time of, you know, throughout my life, I've needed to make a list of, you know, the best songs, my favorite songs. This was, years ago, one of my favorite songs, One Day by Modest Yahoo, probably 12 years ago. And so this last summer, one of my best buddies is him and his daughters were, uh, well, I don't know, just browsing and music and happened to come across this song. And the girls, his daughters started singing it and loving it. And so a week later, I had heard it. He goes, oh, you got to listen to this song awesome my girls love it we've been singing it for a week you know when it comes on everybody sings together and so was it was it just released then and no no it's it's 15 years old 12 years old um but like as it was playing i was like i i know this song i think and like literally i knew every word to it but i it took a minute or two for it to be like wait who is this and he's like oh tells me i'm like oh my gosh you know this guy. I know this, and I know this song, and I'm like, start it again, and he started it again, and I started singing it, and I'm like, this was literally my favorite song for a while. I can't believe I forgot so that was about on the list. it. Yeah, so now I, you know, every once in a while I start writing them down again, but you yeah, actually write them down. That must have been the start of my list. That's as far as I got right there. One day, Modest Yahoo. There's some good ones. There's a, another good artist, uh, Toothpick. Is he Nobody's a heard of him. He's kind of like. Uh, He's kind of funny. He's kind of like mm, silly, rap, sublime, a little bit all mixed together from like the 90s too. He's done making music, but he came out with a great album called The Time Traveling Couch. That's a good one too. He's a sublimish type of dude? Ah, a little bit. Yeah, I like sublime. But from the 90s. There's yeah. a funny video of him online years later at law school, uh, you know, telling people at a party about his music career and that, you know, ten, or six years ago, you know, he was a paid musician and this and that, but... He, he had issues, uh, this guy Toothpick, or he went by Toothpick as an artist, uh, art with uh, being bipolar and stuff, and I think he, his parents put him on a pretty heavy pill regiment, and so he sings about that and about not, don't do that to your kids, you know, kids are kids. Don't, yeah. don't, don't pump them full of this and that. Let them be a little creative and whatever, deal with them. I think, I think, I think what that comes down to we is don't need actual parenting. Yeah, we don't need we don't need to fix everything with a pill in this country, and uh, you know there's got to be a different way and a little healthier way. I mean, given yeah, pills are great for some things, but if you don't want to rely on it forever, you if if you need that medication for a while to get you out of a slump or something, then you should wean, you, you wean don't yourself think, off it later. You don't want to look at through natural yeah, anything. You don't, don't want to look at your kids and go, "Well, I just want to shove you in the corner and give you pills and get you to shut up." Yeah, you know. No, I mean, let them be creative. Let them, let them not be creative if they don't want to be. Let them be who they are. Yeah, I think as even a third grader, I think I had, you know, I mean, I have ADD or, or I must. I'm not. I don't. I've never been, what, uh, diagnosed with it or whatever. But uh, as a third grader, I remember the teacher, third or fourth grader. I don't know. My mom told me later that they wanted to put me on Ritalin, and she just said, "No, I'm not going to do it." She was a nurse and didn't want, didn't think I needed it, and never did it and i appreciate her doing that you're sticking up for me in that scenario and 
Yeah, maybe I had some learning issues or something as a little kid or didn't pay attention to the teacher, but it doesn't mean... I wouldn't say they're. I think people are. Doesn't mean you, you put a, your kid on a pill as a as a nine year old. So. After after seeing your own children or whatever, you know my kids and how different they are from each other, just the two of them, you know, and then seeing how different and how one excels so well at some things and the other yeah. not so good, but then the other ones, you know, everybody's built so much different, and it's kind of interesting if you start to think about, uh, you know, different personalities and how they learn and cope <clears throat> with uh, certain things. You know, you got to try to find the good in. You can find the good in anything. Yeah, medication tries to pull everybody back down to the same whatever they think the norm should be. Really is or should be, but there really is no normal though. I mean, there's there's some cases where somebody's bipolar, and yeah, medication is needed. I've, I know I've seen it, and uh, we don't, but we don't want to be normal. But, but yeah, you need you need somebody a little bit crazy to make you seem a little bit. Dude, people thought Tesla uh, was chill. crazy. You know? Everybody's crazy that came up with a brilliant idea. I mean, literally, literally the most creative people are, yeah, dive into it deeper and, and a lot of times too far and it sucks. There's actors that do it and, and sometimes, uh, you know, those drugs and medications can help them dive in, but they got to abuse it to do it and yeah, that sucks. There's Kurt Cobain, man. Kurt Cobain, Heath Ledger, Philip Seymour Hoffman, Robin All Williams. All the legends. I mean... Tons All the them. legends, dude, and they went too far, too deep. Too far, too deep, too much. Yeah. One took too much, man. Took too you much. took too much, man. Don't fight it. It's going to give you much. brain bubbles or Holy an aneurysm. Shit, man, I have heard that term, took too much. Oh, that's from Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. When he's not that movie scares take... the shit out of me, man. Oh, that's a great movie. That movie is so scary. I remember watching. What do you that mean? Fear and Loathing. It's not me. like Freddy Krueger. That is like. No, it's just the whole psychedelic trip and then. Dude, didn't Quentin Tarantino running make around. that film? I don't think so. No, I uh, would whoever say, did it, dude, is like they mm, portrayed. I this. don't know who who filmed Fear and Loathing or directed Fear and Loathing it's in Brad Las Pitt, Vegas, right? but no, it's Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp. Johnny yeah, Depp and Benicio del Toro. Yeah. As uh, as his lawyer, so he plays Hunter S. Thompson and. Uh, yeah, he's Gonzo. He's Gonzo. There's also a good movie called Where the Buffalo Roam with Bill Murray playing Hunter S. Thompson. I'm not a fan of Bill Murray. Yeah, but mm, he's he's plowed through and made a f- wicked career with Hell yeah, you. he is, and he's a comedian. I too. am a fan of him. He is anti pretty much everything like social media. Like he goes, he is? yeah, he doesn't have any. Like he lives like you did in the 1980s. Like he doesn't probably even have the internet at his house. Literally, when they want to invite him to an award show, they have to write him a fucking letter. Really? <laughs> yeah. Or, so he doesn't know? fall for the, the new age gimmick stuff? No, none of it. Nothing. None that's, of it. That's, he that's, goes and plays golf with the celebrities and stuff, but they must have to, like... Pry yeah, at him. Yeah, be like, hey, come on, Bill. Him and Jim Carrey is one that kind of said, fuck celebrityism, too. And, I, I, you know, there's a like, lot of people that don't like Jim Carrey because well, they of his think, anti uh, They think gun. he's nuts. I don't think he's nuts. He's not. He just understands that it's poison what media does to people and, and especially just celebrities. With, with that being and, said. And the I, paparazzi. and I know there's a – he said some really, really rash anti-gun stuff that it kind of puts into question, you know, um, I guess his – how deep he's really thought about. Yeah, but maybe – I mean, have you heard it in context? Have you heard it throughout, like, the whole – you know, scenario that 
maybe it was an hour long show that they were talking to him and, and it may have been it might have been out of context you're you're correct i mean I, he's I always got thing. a pretty rational to when i've watched him he's generally had a pretty rational uh, grip on everything i i've know? always been a fan of john carrie jim carrie jim carrie i'm sorry um you know i've always been a fan and you know to be honest with you i don't think some you know uh, his opinion doesn't really mean anything. It's not like he's a works in legislature to where he can make laws. But um, I have heard a few of his videos on like YouTube and stuff, just scrolling through. Anti gun. Um, not necessarily that. He does have. He is a motivational speaker now too. Oh really? Yeah. So he 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 does okay. You know, he he tries to motivate people to uh, to see see through their dreams. You know, yeah. what he tries to do, and he tries to get them to put aside the bullshit the social bullshit well there's a lot of dude it has gotten so social that i mean not like social media but just like your 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 idea of who you think you are put that shit aside and and yep so another thing too is become who you know you are type of thing i i realized kind of over this christmas i i guess i haven't thought about it a whole lot but there's something kind of eats at me a little bit is um this fucking TikTok, man. I see. I don't even what know. What is it? I, I mean, I don't have TikTok. I don't. It's just a videos, I think. People just make videos. And they can so put like. I don't get they can the put purpose like, of it. There is no purpose. Entertainment. It's, it's so like, talk about cooking your fucking brain. Entertainment. You'd almost be better off doing drugs than going on TikTok. Entertainment. It is a drug. Pumps out serotonin. I, I don't even you know. Watch a video. I mean, people probably say, Levi, you don't even know what it is. So how? I'd say, you know what? It's all a bunch of fucking. What do they call them? Influencers. Yeah. Well, I mean, fuck you don't them. have to. You don't have to do it. I, I've never even looked up what it is or the app or. You don't have to do it, Levi. You I don't, don't have to do it. I don't. But I, I, there are these kids. It's like a fucking drug. Yeah. Well, your kids watch it all the time and make videos or what? Oh well, no, but I mean, I got think. One of them kind of might have somehow skirted the the rules of the phone by using the browser. That's oh, what I yeah. think. <laughs> you know, I, I'm doing some investigating, but can you see what on your kids' phones? Can you see what they're doing? Well, yeah, but you they you know they'd have to have the app. You yeah. know. Yeah. So, but the, if you're if you're skirting that app, like I can go on Facebook on my browser right now. Yeah. And you and then but if you were like, hey, I want to see if Levi's been on Facebook, and you wanted to look at my phone. Oh, so on the browser you can't all I do see is close out did. my browser window. You know, oh, yeah, and and you don't know that it even you know. But in order for me to find out if somebody has TikTok, I would have to get a TikTok account. Yeah, dude, it's a whole different, it's a whole different world these days. You know, in the in there the, used in, to be nudie magazine day, but there's so much misinformation. <laughs> Billy it's, Madison, this era. misinformation is like a epidemic in this country. Man. Yeah, yeah, people it is take just it and run with it. There are arguments going on right now that are c- causing people to. Uh, go shoot each other or commit suicide or throw something through their window. Or break ties with family. Yeah, or, or break ties with family, and we have no idea. And it's all right now, but it's going on all over the place, and it it's probably over something that doesn't matter one bit if you it's really sit down and think about it. But, yeah, people got egos, and they argue over anything. And, and, and then when you argue over anything, there's always got to be a winner, and... Not in no, my world. It's just, uh, Not in my world. It's just a little ridiculous. So, yeah, Doesn't we make gotta, any sense. We got to get rid of that, and we got to go winter camping. That's what we got to do. So, do you think it would bring out some uh, 
some do you think it would bring out some personality okay and some but emotions then and but then get this so if we go winter camping and you say we got to document it a little bit then we want to put it on maybe we make not a social put it on tiktok no but i mean that. you know what do we do for peace grenades maybe we make a facebook page for peace grenades so we well, can either peace grenades we can show people this but then we are adding to the propaganda we're taking pictures of ourselves on our podcast putting it out on social media for people to talk about argue about look at so we could turn w- off the comments <laughs> we probably will turn off the comments that is a fact we aren't we aren't asking for comments, but do we have you know a, what do I mean? have so a YouTube channel? Now we're to the double-edged sword, just like technology and mining. You know, how do you, are you against mining, but you have a cell phone and you need those minerals to have the technology just you like need. that movie. So it's just like that movie. You hate the TikTok and you hate the social issue, but. The Kings, the Kingsman. Well, I don't know about the Kingsman, but you know, do we go, do you go out to nature to enjoy nature and be in it? Or do you go out to nature to. Take TikTok a picture yourself. to take a picture of yourself in nature, and show it to everybody. Ah, I see the point you're getting at. So what you're saying is, do we do this for our own personal experience? Yeah. Or do we do it for somebody else? Yeah. So. And do you say it's for your own personal experience, but you need the justification or the, the to make you have the drive to do it? Mm-hmm. Do you video it? Do so we're something it? we're gonna have to discuss. And why? And why did you video it? And what's the, what's the motivation behind so what, it? Do you what, need that confirmation that people think that people say that's awesome? Okay, so what? Or be do f- you just know that that was an awesome experience? But then another thing is too, where they'd be like, you know, if we didn't video it, it, it but it's irrelevant. If we didn't, didn't video, video it, it then people say, well, they didn't even do it. Yeah, but that doesn't matter what they think. They don't even know. Right. It's in our minds. Right. It's for our peace. Peace grenades. For our experience. Peace grenades. Yeah. Oh, man, this is getting philosophical now. We're not going to dive into any more philosophical stuff. We're going we're gonna to wrap it up here for the, what is it, the 29th? We're wrapping it up already? Yeah, let's wrap it up. We're ta- it's been an hour and a half. Oh. Are you going to edit this one? I'd say. I don't know that I'll edit this one. The last one, I didn't do much editing. I was kind of at Christmas and didn't really have time. I was on the road and just pumped it out there. But, yeah, I don't think we said anything too stupid. We got to edit out out of this episode so yeah i i guess uh, we i don't really even know what we really talked about we talked about a whole bunch of random stuff but it's been kind of pretty good. light been kind of fun to just let it flow and not have to argue about politics or really worry about too much there is going to be a runoff here or uh, where georgia well, georgia runoff yep uh, or new count or i don't know re-election what are they gonna do the january 6th january 5th i believe but you have any so, plans for new year's by the way yeah i'm going up to uh up to zippo bay it's a uh, well, a cabin right near Zippo Bay Resort up on Lake of the Woods, and uh, I'm going to do Christmas with my wife's side. So we're going to stay in a fish house. i got to go vacuum out some... On m- land? M- yeah, on land. Just It's a camper. Yeah, stay in a camper. And then... Uh, well, that's why you're getting the truck ready? Yep, i got to get the truck ready to pull that thing up there and hopefully get some lights that work on it. And... Got to vacuum out some mouse poop because I left the door open at deer camp, apparently, and a couple mice got Idiot. in there. But Idiot. Yep, not very smart. Well, yeah, should have locked the deadbolt. So how long did the door stay open? Oh, I don't know. It pops open. I just never locked the deadbolt. It's happened a good dozen times. Just never learn. I just never learn. But you lock the thing and lock the handle and come back three days later and the door's open. It's like, what the fuck, man? I don't yeah, know how it does it. That's the shop out there, ghost. too. My wife went out to the shop this morning and she Total goes, ghost. She goes, well, the door was open at the shop this morning. She was out there at 7. I don't know how it does it. Well, I'm like, 
I check. Like I got I have a habit of like pushing on a door. Yeah. Like when I close it. Yeah. Especially around these parts when Wiggling it's twenty it both below. Ways. Yeah. Zero. I mean, I go both ways with it, and it's like, I, I guess I don't fucking know unless I said unless somebody went out there, you know. Yeah. It I, happens, dude. I don't know how they pop open. Our fish house door pops open all the time. So now. My dad goes, why don't you just lock the deadbolt? Fuck, I never even thought thought of that, really. I always lock the one, I pull on it and jiggle it, and it doesn't come open, and I say, good enough. Come back a week later, and the fucking door's wide open. But anyway, now I got some mouse crap in there. I killed three of them. Haven't caught one for a couple weeks, so we're good to go. Wife washed all the blankets. I got to go home and clean it up. I got the heat on in there right now, and gonna go vacuum it out and get it ready because thursday we're gonna head up for christmas number two thursday friday saturday's christmas number three and we're done with christmases this year so i've got i do have i i don't know if i mentioned this or not but i do have some exciting hemp news too by the way um i am still i'm still waiting on a shipment of some semi-refined product oh from canada yeah um, I'll let you know when I get it. You can take a look at it. It's semi-refined. Probably. Well, yeah, it'd be from a machine that uh, that that they have up there. It's it's a machine that'll break it into three different products. And cool. I, we've the company I work for is we've collaborated with them and and we're working together with some other outfits. So we do have cool. Canada's got Canada's got it figured out a little well, bit. Well, they're ahead of the game a little bit because it's been legal up there for twenty years. Oh damn, I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's how. F- fucked up we are in the u.s here <laughs> we're a little behind behind the curve on, well, the, on the hemp and the and the cbd and the legal cannabis and and the, everything you can do with all those products yeah so, so we, we that's that's we do have a little filler on there too so we're, thanks nixon you dick yeah so we're we're working on uh we're still making headway on stuff like that um and new year's coming up here if uh, new year's be, is coming up everybody make a good resolution See if we can stick to it. What are we doing? We're doing weight, aren't yeah, we? Yeah, I'm fighting a headache right now, actually. Oh, geez. But it's not bad. Need some more coffee? Well, uh, coffee actually helps it. Huh. But I can only drink coffee so late. Oh, damn. You got to get that CBD rub on your neck again tonight. Something rubbing on my neck. <laughs> Wife and the CBD. I doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> it is her birthday, though. She does owe me a, a neck massage. Well, for her oh, birthday. Oh, shit, it's her birthday. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, shit. All right, honey, for your birthday, I'll let you rub my feet. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. So, that yeah, nothing too exciting, really. I mean, um, we're working on... We I know we always say we're going to get a guest, but... I, well, I, we got a third chair now, and we got three sets of headphones. We're not... We, we aren't splurging for a third mic yet because we don't know how much good shit our guest has to say. <laughs> well, yeah, we don't, we don't, but, you know, uh, we, we got to watch because, you know, our initial thing with this podcast. Who are know, we going to have? We're going to have Lance next week and we're yeah. going to keep talking about winter camping a little bit. Yeah, that's kind of what we want to cover is winter camping and maybe on a day to day what Lance does too. Just okay. Because he's a good storyteller. All right. You know? Well, we'll we'll get Lance on here next week. Yeah. Everybody, you can look forward to that. Maybe Lance, Levi's big brother, will tell us a couple stories. And, uh, yeah, Levi says he's a good storyteller. He is a, I, I am. I have been a witness to this in the hockey locker room. He is a good storyteller. I'd like a, to hear about Mama Son. And he's a former Marine, <laughs> and he's got some good experiences. Uh, you know, we, I got to remind him that we are – anybody can listen to this, so it's not like a – 
same fucking X rated or whatever, triple X rated <laughs> channel or whatever. Yeah. I mean, anybody doesn't have to listen if they don't like the X. Well, I no. guess, yeah. We like to, <laughs> we like to keep it on the jagged edge, but uh, we keep it on the edge. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, yeah, we can close out. Yeah, we can close out on that. We'll get Lance on for next week, and uh, everybody, happy New Year. And be peaceful. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, we'll see you in 2021, Yeah, right? we'll see you in 2021. We won't chat with anybody or let them. Yeah, here lands till 2021. It's going to be a new year. Oh, yeah, that'll be good. Hopefully it's going to be a good one, everybody. Uh, till then, yeah, be peaceful to one another. Later. <laughs>